I encourage everyone to take a moment and breathe and take a tea cheers with a Jiri tea. A Jiri tea recognizes the beauty in shared stories and shared opportunities. Ajiri sources award-winning tea from Kenya, employs women in the region to handcraft the labels, and sends 100% of the profits back to the region to support orphan education. Save 10% on your order of Kenyan teas and coffee with the code BEAUTIFULLYHUMAN at ajiritea.com. A-J-I-R-I-T.com. Tea mugs up! Hello, and welcome to the Beautifully Human podcast. I'm Nick Sheesby. In this podcast, I speak with beautiful humans from all around the world, sharing with you their incredible stories, revealing the power in every human story to spread love and humanity to a world that is in desperate need of it, to show that we can all connect in beautiful ways, no matter where we come from or what we look like. What you will find out is that we are all beautifully human. Let's all be beautifully human. Hello? Stuart. Hey, Nick. How are you, man? I'm well. How are you, brother? I'm doing just fine. How's the United States? How is life and everything? How's your girlfriend? Oh, man. Doing well. Everything's good, man. You know, starting off the new year. Mm. And I'm loving starting that off talking yeah. to you. <laughs> it's just it's just a it's just a good start to it uh, to, to a brand new year catching up with friends and uh seeing what this 2021 is gonna bring us yeah man so you're in you're in cape town right yeah yeah yeah. i just recently got in cape town uh two days ago yeah all right how is it down there much of what's going on to these covid restrictions and in place by the government, so uh, and as well, I've been trying to rest a little bit. So, all I know is a bit windy and chill. Uh, okay. this side isn't much I've seen so far, yeah, but yeah, nothing much that is happening due to this pandemic, you know, the, the yeah. damage it has brought and new changes and shifts that has just been put in place. So, yeah. Let's see what's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> and uh, yeah. where did you spend most of your, uh, when you were quarantined? Where were you previously? Uh, when I came back from from the ship, that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, my quarantine, I did my quarantine back home in Zimbabwe because they could only repatriate us to our original countries. So we didn't do much where we're supposed just to go to our original country. Yeah. So how was how was yeah. it in Zimbabwe with COVID and everything? Um, in Zimbabwe, there isn't much uh, of COVID cases as compared to South Africa okay. and many other countries around the world because this is a small country, a landlocked country. So there isn't much tourism and movement of people, I guess. That's why... Okay. It didn't spread so fast in the time. Maybe the, the 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 virus became so strong that's when they put up some measures. So it helped a little bit to keep the uh, the spreading of the of the virus. Okay, well that's good that it wasn't too bad bad there. 
So how? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. Um, I was, I wanted you tell me the story. You were you were quarantined on a ship for quite a while after after I saw you, right when COVID started. How long were yeah. you on that ship? Uh, I joined the ship in October, back uh, in 2019 in Italy. So the pandemic started off. Uh, let me roughly say in November, and then around March, that's when they closed up sailings, and that was the last time I saw you. Yeah, and that was the last time um, I was. We we had guests on board, so you were the last people I saw. <laughs> Fortunately, or unfortunately, right. So from then and then June, from the fifteenth of June, that's when we moved out of the ship. But we moved from that ship to another and to another. So we transferred from ship to ship, ship to ship, and uh, it was a uh, quite bit of a challenge. Because everybody was just panicking and having on their own, uh, they were skeptic about the future and all everything. Yeah. So it, nobody knew what's going to happen next. So it was a bit of a of a challenge uh, that time. But uh, having to stay in a ship and you got no income, you got no hope. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. All you know is. You just don't want to catch the virus and die in that ship. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's quite a, it's quite traumatizing. Wow. Some other guys, as I remember, the first day that you guys got off board, one of our ship then caught fire in one of the engines the oh, very God. first night wow. when we were sailing from Miami. And I mean, I was like, so this is the new new normal. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're just gonna sink here. Wow. And I uh, could watch some other people panicking and crying over there because uh, I visited one of my friends in one of his cabins. So we're just having a little bit of chat and everyone is like saying whatever they think about the pandemic and the future of cruises. And, you know, you, right. you, you just don't understand what's 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 happening. And the next thing you hear the, the announcements like, hey, there's fire in this, this place and the next moment you hear people running in the corridors and everything. We open up the door, and the next God. thing we see smoke all over. I mean, I was like, what? What's, like what's, a... what's going on? I mean, it's the end of the world. I mean, what's going on? No kidding. It's like a movie. I'm telling you. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it was just like a Jeepers Creepers or oh, a Jurassic God. Park. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when people start yeah. running so, and smoke. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, it was just like this time of the day, of the night. Yeah, it was just like in the evening. We we're just done having supper and we're like, ah, let's go chill in the cabin and have some chat or play games or something like that. And wow. the next thing you hear sirens and next thing you see you, you see some smoke. Next thing you go to assembly station uh, and then some people can't make it to the assembly station because they're panicking, they can't walk. And, you know, it was just a bit of a of a challenge but then uh i mean it was just uh went under, under control and then we sailed and but everybody was just panicking you know yeah and it, it was just like we the end of the world and we're just like wondering <laughs> what's next well i can imagine it I was mean, a very, very being on yeah, that being like on that your ship. last day yeah yeah 
I mean, I can't even imagine being on that ship with a fire going on it. I mean, it's like, where do you, where do you go? What do you yeah. think about? You know, I mean, that had to be horrifying. Exactly. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because you'll be thinking about uh, life boats and life jackets. I mean, you're thinking about how how you're gonna be saved. I mean, how your life's gonna be saved and right. all that. And next thing you see, some other ships that are just across, but. I mean, you're in the middle of the ocean, and I mean, everybody's panicking. Everybody's under stress for of not knowing about the future. And the next thing, there's smoke oh my God. and panic. Everybody's screaming and uh, screaming and crying, and wow. things just all over the place. That is yeah. wild, man. I didn't even know that. That is, I can't even. I can't even fathom. Oh yeah, I didn't share <laughs> with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't share with you about that experience. That was just something, man. Oh man. So how how did you get into working on the cruise ship? Uh working on a cruise ship has been a dream for me. I've always wanted to work in a ship. Because I, 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 I suppose I thought it was like uh the, the cheapest way of traveling and meeting people across around the world. Yeah. And learning different type of cultures around the world as I earn some salaries and uh and uh maybe uh improve my my career or something like that yeah so i i have been applying for about 10 years and i remember in my fifth year of application i got some reply for an australian cruise line but i don't know what happened cuz later on i did some follow up after my interview that i had confirmed that i had passed but then after some few weeks Nothing materialized. And then they told me they got some other people with better qualifications. I was like, okay, well, up. Uh, I'm not going to, this going to actually challenge me to do some something. I should have been, I should start to, I mean, I should start doing it a little bit different. So I never tire or lost hope. And yeah. then uh, it came up just, just a year ago. Yeah. So I've always wanted to be part of the cruise industry. And traveling the world at large. That's so cool, man. And in those travels, I, I love that you said that. That what a, It is such a cool way to see the world and meet people because people are coming into those cruise ships from all over. Um, what is one of the favorite yeah. places you've been to on the cruise? Uh, first and foremost, uh, it's the United States because I've always wanted to be in the United States, though you don't get much time to explore right. because you got limited time on show when you're in Miami, but I, I appreciate that I was able to make it to the US yeah. and be able to see from the distance, but uh, I was I was able to be in the US. Uh, secondly, my other place that I liked most was Monaco, France. Ooh. I mean, that place is so beautiful. I, bet. I appreciate uh, the beauty that is within that, <laughs> that place. It's just so unique and elegant, I mean, uh, I think it's one of the world's best destinations as far as tourism is concerned. I mean, Monaco is so beautiful. Oh, I man. went in there, it was a Sunday. Yeah. There wasn't much that was happening, but the, the things that I saw, if I had been there, with the activities happening, I mean, it could have been a bomb. I mean, it could have been something, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to explain. I mean, it could have been amazing, <laughs> life-changing. Yeah. Uh, oh, moments, that's amazing. I guess. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I one thing I, I have written down here is 
I I remember distinctly when I met you because I was walking down through um through the ship and I just saw you standing there <laughs> smiling and I was just like this dude looks so happy and then we connected and I was so I was so happy mm. to connect with you because just from seeing you I could I could feel a, a joy coming off of you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And then I mean every time every every new day when I would see you the next day it'd be I like I got more and more excited. I'd be like, Stuart. I was so pumped every time yeah, I got man. to to see you and, and <laughs> chat with you and connect with you. So I yeah. I, I was yeah. very, very excited to to connect with you, man. I, I really yeah, mm. I, I could just I could just feel that that joy and that kindness coming out of you. Oh, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. So encouraging. I mean, yeah, uh, it's so exalting. Thank you very much. I mean, even that time. So uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like uh, the best times of my life. Those days. I mean, right. Those were the roughest days of my life. Uh, trust me. I was going through some time, both at work and life personally. So, <laughs> right. But uh, I would put up a smile. I would just, I mean, dust up, and then, I mean, forget about it and just uh face the day uh, and yeah. today i'm here we, we we connected with friends i mean we, we we actually up for some great things ahead of us yes if, if i was frowning i i don't think i could have married to become one of your friends and best people i've met yeah. in the world in, in the in my in my journey i've been in the in the in the in the in the overseas i mean so I, I I was just in a rough time that time, <laughs> and life was so sour. I mean, trust me. Yeah, I I had some deep, some issues I was dealing with back home. Yeah, uh, and it's so hard to 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 be betrayed whilst you're far away, and you can't control it. Right. You can't ask why. You can't do anything about it. I mean, it's so it's so hard. But I mean, I'm I'm just grateful I was able to put it aside, brush it aside, and that you couldn't notice it and yeah, man. you could actually connect with me in such a moment. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just a blessing. I mean, it's, 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 it's a miracle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it speaks, it speaks <laughs> yeah. to what I was just saying of your incredible kindness and, and just who you are as a person from what I know Thank of you. you is, Thank you so much. You know, yeah, yeah, you're having, having this incredibly tough time in life yet you were one of the kindest, you know, brightest parts of my days and i was having a great time <laughs> i was on these cruises working enjoying i was enjoying yeah. myself and then you added such a depth to my life just getting to know you so the oh, fact that you, you so were much. having a trouble yet you were able to yeah see you know look you know look past that and and become become a good friend of mine like i think that speaks so much <laughs> about who you are <laughs> Uh, that's awesome, man. That's so great. It's good to hear this, man. It's so, it's so, it's so refreshing. I mean, I'm so grateful. Yeah. Thank you very much. And honestly, dude, I mean, I'll just keep the compliments flowing because, like, it just it is what it is. I mean, I remember when we started chatting and then we started laughing, and your laugh is so infectious. I, I just can't, I can't stop smiling and laughing while while yeah. talking to you right now. It's yeah, just man. so good to chat with you, hear your voice, man. <laughs> so good yeah man yeah man yeah <laughs> yeah so awesome yeah yeah mm, mm. um one thing that i was going to ask you about is um i remember we connected uh we were talking about basketball do you remember yeah 
Um, will you tell me yep. that story? Or will you tell tell the listeners that story of of your journey with basketball and like the basketball courts and all that? Oh yeah, uh, I started playing basketball uh, uh, back when I was young during my primary school, and then uh, my dad was against it. He only wanted me to do my my studies and focus on my education. He was not up for any any nonsense of basketball and all that. So yeah. I didn't tire. I I continued playing basketball on 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 uh, friendly friendly like for, for casual for casual um times and for yeah. my spare time. But I didn't let go. So I later moved. Bought a town later on in my life after some several years where I started off teaching basketball at a little primary school just for fun. It wasn't much of, of what I was doing, what I was happening there. But then I thought, like, okay, this this can this can change these children's lives. I mean, because kids were so much into the sport. Yeah. It was something new. They, 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 there wasn't anybody playing basketball in that little little city. Right. So I went I went across South Africa and I bought I bought some basketball balls. <laughs> so I brought them there and then I started playing with them, teaching them how to pass, teaching them how to bounce the ball. So it was just like out of a hobby and spare time because I wasn't working those days. So that was something that would actually occupy my time and then I'll have fun with the children because I like playing with children. So yeah. I was like, okay. So I started off doing that. So it was just on my spare time and after school programs at that little school. So the headmaster saw me and then called me to the office. Like, what are you trying to do? I was like, I'm just trying to have fun with this kid. Uh, I'm trying to see if they can maybe like the sport. But I see they are responding in huge numbers. So would you give me an opportunity to prove myself? Yeah. So the head was like, yeah, please go ahead. And then I... Then I, um, I, I started training officially. So it was just all in a dusty little little patch of uh, ground. So then I started. I started, that's what, that's how I started my, my my basketball coaching and training. And uh, I did have level one basketball coach uh, certificate. So I. I then later invited my friend who was playing for Zimbabwe national team to come and coach, so to come and actually train. So we had like a session, uh, a two-day session, like a seminar basketball seminar for coaching basketball for the teachers. Because I believe uh, I need to actually, um, how do you call? I, I I need to train teachers so that we'll be able to train their kids. Yeah. So that's how we can actually develop the sport. So that was my idea. So we had a seminar, basketball seminar, that we introduced, and the government supported it and did put some resources. And we had a two-day seminar teaching them all only the basics. Yeah, I tell you, this thing grew and it was so fast, and the people responded so well to it. In such a time that uh, the time I left. There were about three or four basketball courts that were built. In that same year, the same school that I was training the kids, they introduced basketball officially, and I was the coach there. I've got a certificate of appreciation from them. 
and uh, I started coaching basketball from that school, and I would go around the around the district, the whole district. They call it a district, like a like a town. Yeah. Uh, coaching schools and doing that program, um, and then we introduced tournaments, and then it was just so successful in such a way that two of my kids were selected to play for the national team in that same year. But That's unfortunately, amazing. I couldn't stay. Yeah, that, that, that was the, those were the successes and victories I count from there. Yeah, that's amazing. Because I, I didn't only, yeah, I didn't only do the the basketball sport itself. So, but we did as well the life skills. So, we'd yeah, kid, teach kids uh, drug abuse, personal hygiene, HIV AIDS, all these awarenesses and uh, social problems that are we having in, in the societies here in Africa. So we we'll teach the kids to stay away from drugs, to stay away, how to be alert from any attack from, I mean, sexual assault and all that. So yeah. it was more than basketball. We, we built relationships with the kids that were so solid and then we do sports. So it, it became different. That's why the children started liking basketball other than any other sport. Yeah. Yeah, but I was so I'm so happy that they're still playing basketball. Some of the kids, but it's been a while now I've seen them. But I'm if I look back, I'm so happy I visited the town on my way to Cape Town. They, they, there's more basketball courts in that little town. So if I if I look at it, I might not be recognized as one of the pioneers, but I know in my heart I did something that is brought yeah. change in that little town. I mean, yeah. I, it's it's just something that humbles me. Yeah. Yeah, that is incredible, and I love I love that you taught them basketball, which is such a good skill to have. But also, it was like, hey, there's more than just basketball. Mm. Like, learn about mm. drug awareness. You know, learn mm. learn life <clears throat> life skills from us as well. You know, like as as yeah. you're teaching them yeah. this brand new skill, you're teaching them life lessons to move forward in life, which mm. I think is mm. so valuable. You know, sports are great to, yeah. to connect with people and, and make friends and you know, break down barriers that way, but also you have to have life skills. You have to know and have someone that you yeah. look up to tell you about those things, you know, and yeah, of make... course. And you can be good in sport, but if you lack discipline, which is some of the things we're teaching children, I mean, so that's what kills sport here in Africa. There's good and best talents you can ever get, but they, 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 they just vanish away in drugs and all that nonsense that children are doing. I mean, so that's why we, we introduce life skills in sport. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, so that kind of yeah. leads to this one, to life skill. When when and how, like, how did you learn English and when did you learn English? Okay, basically this is what happens in Zimbabwe education. I mean, in Zimbabwe, uh, We've been under British colony for, I don't know, years. So English has become one of the main languages there. Okay. And then we have our own mother tongue, which is Amshona. But still, everything is communicated mostly in English. Oh, so wow. me knowing I have a dream becoming international, I thought I have to improve my English a little bit. So that, that that's just has become me. Today. Yeah. Yeah, so Zimbabwe English is one of the main languages there. So 
we grew up speaking English and me as a person with an ambition and a dream to go overseas and become international, I thought I should just as well pull up my socks in yeah. that language and in that, in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And what, what is, what other language do you speak? Or do you? Uh, I don't speak much of other international languages. I speak South African languages. I was, okay. I stayed in Cape Town for, I think about three, six years, seven years. So I learned one of the clicking languages. They say Kosa. It's a clicking language. If you, if you mention that to any South African, would know. Oh, wow. So because Kosa emerged from Zulu tribe, I can also understand Zulu which wow. is one of the main languages also in South Africa, yeah. I used to speak Venda. It's a language that is close to my mother tongue language. It's down in the north. That's where the people come from. In okay. that little town I've been telling you, it's part of the, it's close by. So there's people from the Venda tribe that stays there. In that little town I was coaching basketball that I once stayed. It's a border town of Zimbabwe to South Africa. Uh, okay. So when I stayed there for about four years, I learned Venda. So uh, so privileged that I could speak it. And then, uh, but now over the years, because I don't stay with the people anymore and I don't listen, I don't hear it more frequently. So I lost it. So I can only hear. But Kosa, uh, I can speak Zulu because it's more similar. I mix, <laughs> I mix Zulu and Jebel and Kosa, so, but I can, I can safely say I speak my mother tongue language, which is Shona. Okay. I speak English. I speak Kosa. I speak Zulu. I speak Debele, which makes them, uh, I mean, five languages. That is incredible. Georgia. And you know what's, you know what's crazy is I, I think, I think people yeah. in the States here would think about Zimbabwe and, and think that our education system is better and you know in ways it might be but the fact mm. that you speak english and that we can communicate is incredible yeah. but also then you yeah. have all yeah. these other languages that you speak and there's mm. a vast majority of people here that only speak english which is convenient for us <laughs> myself <laughs> included in that you know sadly yeah but you know it's yeah. it's just funny how it's like you know people that are from everywhere else know English. So we're very fortunate to be in a country that that's our main language, you know? And I, I just mm, think it's, yeah. I think it's funny when people have this stigma about being here and that it's the greatest. And I'm like, but we don't even speak other languages. Like that's, that's a, that's a core <laughs> part of most other countries education is learning a d yeah. another language at least english if not others mm. Mm, mm, mm. yeah i mean uh, um, greatness and thinking that you're great is a mindset i mean uh, until you meet someone greater than you that's right. all i can say yeah that's I mean, very yeah. true <laughs> i love that that's a great way to, <laughs> to put it <laughs> oh man and yeah can I put you on the spot to to say something in one of your one of your native languages? Just so I can hear it. Um uh, like what would you like me to say? I mean, it, it is in what? <laughs> um 
happy new year have a fantastic year or something to that effect okay like a new year's compliments um yeah message, uh compliments of the season yeah something like that yeah sure I can do that in my in my in my Shona language, which I'm proud of. I think I can. Yeah, beautiful. I think that's fair enough. <laughs> um, so it goes like this: Makorokoto akanaka ne gorejo, mara akuitrejo akanaka, mara akurandarire, move ne gorera kanaka ra 2021. Yeah, that's it. Oh my goodness! It is so poetic and beautiful. I love it. That's incredible. It's the first oh, yeah. time it's the first time I've ever heard it spoken, but man, that is beautiful. And you know, as yeah, as man. as I travel more and more and as I hear other languages and I'm fascinated by them, I what what mm. I think is the most fascinating to me is you you just spoke in your language. And I, you know, I obviously did not understand any of it. You could have said, Nick, you're an asshole and I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I would have had no idea, you know, I would have had absolutely no clue. But what's so beautiful, yeah, yeah. what's yeah. so beautiful about it is I, I, I can appreciate it as a very poetic and beautiful language. And then a whole yeah, sure. culture of people know exactly what you said. And I think that's so beautiful that... I, I don't understand that language, yet that connects a whole group of humans. Yeah, sure. I think that's so so beautiful. And I love I, I just love languages. I've always I've said a lot recently when I've just been thinking of these questions I've been asking a lot of a lot of people and one of them I ask sometimes <laughs> is I you know, if you had a superpower and I I've always said if I had one superpower to pick, I would pick to know every single language in the world or understand them and be able to speak them immediately. Okay. So like if I came to you oh, that's good. and I said, hey, let's speak in your native tongue and you started speaking that instantly I could speak your native tongue as well. Because <laughs> how, yeah. how, incredible, uh, yeah. how incredible would that be? Oh man, that's just so awesome that you can... That you can you can be able to communicate in any any language without manipulating this person to become uh, or to, to 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 learn some other language so you can understand each other. I mean, you can just as well speak in his language, and then that's it. You meet someone from the other side of the world. That's just so 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 amazing. That's incredible power to have. I mean, but and unfortunately, we only have one tool, yeah. which is to learn English. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that is true. I mean, luckily, I I do speak the most universal language, so that's that is convenient for me. But yeah, um, yeah, mm. I think I just I've been in so many situations around the world where I don't mind it when I'm sitting in a cafe in Denmark or something, mm. and I don't understand the language, and I'm just listening to this beautiful language swirling around me and i'm I'm loving that these people are connecting and living their life and i think that's so wonderful yeah. i do i love it i really yeah. just love getting lost in listening to a language <laughs> i don't understand i think it's a really beautiful thing to do but i would also love to just walk in and sit down with them in their language and mm. just mm. jump in the conversation i think that'd be so neat mm. Like I'll tell you a funny yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. I think you'll get a kick out of this one. Um 
uh, yeah. two summers ago. Well, it'll be two summers ago. So a year and a half ago, I was living in Denmark and Danish is an incredibly mm. tough language. I, I, I've started doing it on Duolingo and I'm very poor at it. And I was in there mm. and I was living in a smaller village that was like two hours from Copenhagen. And I had just gotten back from a show and it was late at night and there was only one shop that oh, was yeah. open for food. And I, so I went to get some food. And it was a pizza shop. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how to say pizza. I didn't know how to say cheese pizza. I just, <laughs> I walked in, you know, trying to oh, say it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And knowing you're a vegetarian, I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I go in and I say, I would like a cheese pizza. And the guy just looks at me and doesn't say anything. And I go, okay. And so I pointed <laughs> to a cheese pizza. You know, I'm like, I can't expect this man to know my language because i'm in a small village in denmark that's this is not my country yeah so i point at cheese pizza mm. no reaction this man has just you know blank face looking at me and so i'm like okay so i just stand there awkwardly looking at this man and i am just like <laughs> i don't know what else to do okay. to say you know to get a cheese pizza so i just kind of look at him awkwardly for probably 15 seconds and oh then we just both kind of I, I just was like okay i'm going to leave so i turned to leave and i hear the biggest belly laugh i think i've heard in my lifetime and he just starts <laughs> cracking up laughing and i turn around and i just kind of you know i'm just like i'm trying i was almost laughing at the whole situation too because i'm like i this is just the first time i've i've literally not been able to speak with a person in my life and he, oh, so I turn man. around and he's laughing and he's just like, I'm fucking with you, man. Like, I, I'm just messing with you. He's like, I'll get you your cheese pizza. And he's like, where are you? He was like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, man, I, I grew up in Ohio. I'm from I'm from the States. I'm living here. And he was like, he's like, I don't ever see anyone in this in this village from the States. So I had to mess with you. This is amazing. And then we had a very fantastic conversation while he was making my wow. pizza. Wow. But I mean, wow. I th I think if people, especially from here, who just mm. could feel how small I felt at that moment as a person, I, mm. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt yeah, yeah, so yeah. small and I didn't, I couldn't do anything about it because I can't, oh, you know, yeah. it's again, like I said, it was, it's not my country or, you know, not that I own this country, but it's not the country where I'm from. He, you know, if he didn't speak yeah. English, I can't expect him to. So I was just sitting there and I loved it. I, I thanked him so much. I was like, thank you for checking me in life. Thank you for making me feel small. And he was yeah, like, yeah, sure. you know, he was like, yeah. are you serious? Like, thank you. And I was like, hundred percent, man. Like I need those checks in life. I need to know, like you said before, you think you're great yeah. until you come up to something greater. And that was just like, oh, my gosh, I could not speak with this person. <laughs> and then he started laughing. And again, we had a very awesome conversation. I saw him a few times oh, again before man. I left Denmark. But oh, that's awesome. it was so <laughs> funny, was fun. man. It was so funny. And I, I yeah, I, that sticks with me so much. But I also always keep that in my mind when I'm when I'm meeting someone who doesn't speak English as well or anything like yeah. that so i you know i, I think it's such a, a a beautiful i don't know i think language is so beautiful long story short yeah short sure story long yeah, whichever is, uh, very, 
Yeah, <laughs> but that was fun. That was fun, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, you're hungry. You want to have something to eat. Yeah. And this guy is just like standing in front of you, but he can't understand that you want to have something to eat because he just can't speak in his language. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If, if you were another type of dude, you could have just punched him right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but man, that belly laugh. You can't, I can't, you can't understand my language, but you can under- tell something about my body language. I yeah, mean. exactly. Because <laughs> it, it was, it was just that defeated. Like, okay, I, I literally have nothing else to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk out the door because that's all I know what to do right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> oh, Yo, man, this so is funny. incredibly funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that was stuff. so fun. Um, so yeah, tell, um, so tell me a little bit about uh, growing up. What what was your childhood like? Okay, uh, basically, I was born premature, uh, oh, seven wow. old, seven months old. Yeah, I was wow. born premature, baby. Yeah, born eight September, and because uh, my mom wasn't expecting me yet, so. I was born in a toilet. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, wow. she suffered by labor and all that alone until somebody came up to help her. Oh, my God. Because in that, in that, in that, yeah, in that residence, there were, there were no people yet. So, and then she screamed and screamed. And then I stayed in the incubator for three months. Uh, from the story that my mom tells me, I don't remember any time going back again in the hospital. So I, I, I'm just so grateful. I'm healthy and strong. Man. Um, That's... Unlike other children or babies born that way. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, just so, from looking at you, I never would have yeah. guessed that. Because <laughs> you yeah. you're a, you're, you're you a big, yeah. big dude. You're a strong dude. So I, I would have never known yeah, that. Yeah, man. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just so incredible. So I was born in a family of six. I'm the last born. I have two brothers and three sisters. So, yeah, basically that's me. I grew up in Harare, the capital city of Harare, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a township or the less previous societies you can, you can think about. Or, I mean... The high density area. That's where I grew up. So, grew up and did my my school there, and then uh, after my secondary, I was supposed to go and do my technical school yeah. on architecture, but I I, I couldn't pursue that because that's the time when my dad was supposed to be on pension. So she retired work. So automatically. Being the child staying with my mom and dad at that time, I had no choice. I had to become the breadwinner. Yeah. So started working in, in a shop, in a grocery store. So worked there for about six months. But I was so brilliant. I mean, I was so bright. So I got promoted and changed the branch where I was working to another little little city. But just few 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 kilometers from there, few miles. I mean. Yeah. So they later promoted me there, and then inflation hit the economy, so I had no choice but 
were retrenched from that job. So I stayed uh, from that job. I stayed for about how many years? Man, I stayed so long without a, without a job. I mean, it was close to eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> wow. prices and prices were hiking like I mean skyrocketing like uh, I don't know it was things were just like shooting and it was just so crazy in Zimbabwe. You get you get signing you 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 sign your contract for a salary. Uh-huh. Let's say it's a thousand bucks. By the end of the month, that thousand bucks cannot even buy a loaf of bread. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. Prices were skyrocketing and and because of politics and all that and the droughts and everything. Oh so man. Things just got so hectic. So I lost my job in the process. And then I started off going to church. So <laughs> religion is what is left when you when you're going through a time like that. I mean, sure. especially in these third world countries, uh, there's too much of religion and, and everything like that. So uh I started off my church, and we started preaching and and witnessing to people. <laughs> so that was for about a, about three years doing that, and then then I later moved to stay in that town when I where I started doing basketball. Ah, okay. So I stayed long without employment because the economy was just so bad. Man, I didn't even think about when I when I was listening to you too. I didn't even think until you said just from from everything that was happening that that's why it was it was like all skyrocketing that much. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we were once a billionaire. I was once a billionaire, but <laughs> one billion can't buy a loaf of bread. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that flips any that kind of monetary crazy. system on its head, doesn't it? You know, if it's like, okay, yeah, yeah you have $1 billion, but bread is a billion dollars. It's like, well, then what do you have, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was just so crazy. Man. Oh, man. It was just so bad, yeah. yeah. Has it has it settled down any? Like, the, has the economy stabilized or, or even is it, has it, yeah, has it stabilized? There, 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 there isn't much, there isn't much change that is happening. I mean, yeah, of course... It's 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 no longer the days whereby people use large amounts of money to buy bread. I mean, but because um, of trading and imports coming in from countries like South Africa, mm-hmm. there's there's groceries in the shops. But there's it's because of trade bringing in things, the industry is not functioning. So obviously, the yeah. economy is still is still not strong right. because it doesn't have a currency. People use U.S. dollars in South African rand. I mean, so there's unemployment. Obviously, there's high crime rate. Obviously, there's this and that and this and that. Yeah. So, yeah, there isn't much that has changed yet. Wow. Well, and especially this year, couldn't, yeah. have, couldn't have helped anything in the process. <laughs> yeah, the... yeah, looking at with this pandemic, yeah, it's even worse. It's even worse. Mm. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that kind of is a good segue into uh, a question I like to ask, and you know, especially speaking with you, what 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 gives you hope? Uh, what, in fact, what gives me hope is uh, the victories that I've had before. Gives yeah. me hope to know it's still possible for me to be victorious at the end of the day. 
Yeah. I love that. that I, that's that's just what keeps me going. Yeah. If I've been victorious, I can still be victorious. Yeah. So I I, I don't lose hope. I mean, I've I've always wanted to work overseas. Yeah. And now I'm back home. I'm not working overseas, but I've been there. So what can stop me from becoming who I was before, even better, if I had done it before? Yeah. If I have, I have, I have, I have accomplished before. So looking at small victories, it gives me hope that I'll have even much bigger victories in life. And I, I mean, from knowing you, I know that that will 100% happen, that you will have those massive victories, that you will, you will yeah. make those happen again. I know that yeah. about you. Well, thank you so much. And I mean, just just talking to you, Stuart. I mean, I mm. it, that gives me hope, man. I I love I love the the positivity that you put out, and you know, through I, through all of the situations you've lived you've lived through, you know, and just just hearing your story, man. Like the fact that you that you have this hope and that you know that you're such a strong person. I I just love that, man. It gives <coughs> it gives me hope. It 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 keeps me going. Oh, thank you so. Much. <clears throat> thank you, know, you so I, much thank I, you so much i truly appreciate you and your insight and yeah, just sure. you know who you are as a person and man yeah i just i'm I'm so happy that our our paths have crossed in life it, that makes me really happy no thank you <laughs> no thank you so much man thank you so much yeah uh, it also encouraged me as well man. thank you yeah, and I mean, something I'm hopeful for in 2021 is to see you and just give you a big old hug. That that would be something that I'm that yeah. I'm hopeful for. <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. happen. It'll happen. We'll in make some, it happen. Yes. If it some, doesn't happen, we'll make it happen. Yeah, that's true. We'll make it happen. And we'll make it happen in some beautiful place. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Why not? Yeah. Speaking of beautiful places. Yeah, sure. All right, Stuart. I didn't I didn't send you this one in the text, but it's a question I love to ask yeah. people. And while we're on the topic of beautiful places, and obviously like quarantine and COVID and anything aside, if I came up to you and I said, Stuart, I have a plane ticket and you can go anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Here's your plane ticket. Where would where would you go? <laughs> obviously i'll come to the u.s for one reason that i have beautiful people i've met just like you yeah i mean i'll come to the u.s was i know from the u.s i can go anywhere else in the, in the world okay so once you get to the u.s uh, that, that's, where else in the yeah. world are you going <laughs> um from the u.s uh i would probably go go obviously france yes or i'll go to the new zealand ah beautiful i'll join you in new zealand but i'll go to the new zealand i'll i'll go to the new zealand and i'll tell you why i'll go to the new zealand for this reason that my new girlfriend is is is, is staying and working there whoa that's amazing what is she doing what is she doing yeah. there and She's congratulations hospitality oh thank you so much man that makes me very happy um so when yeah. when did she start working there was she there before covid hit 
Yeah, yeah, she went there, I think, 2018. Ah, okay, So okay. she's been there for quite a while now, yeah. Well, it was so a very good place to she's be working for there. COVID this year. They did very well with their response yeah. to it. <laughs> you can say that again. Yeah. You can say that again. <laughs> I, I wish the rest... She's safe yeah. I wish the yeah. rest of the world had done what they did. We'd be in a, a far different yeah. place at this point. <laughs> Well, man, that's yeah. a, that's incredible. I, I love that. I think that's so cool. I would love to yeah. go to New Zealand. It's it's high on my list of places to go as well. Everyone I've met from New Zealand is just unbelievably nice and funny and crazy oh, wow. in a good way. So I would love to wow. go there. And it just looks gorgeous. Wow. wow. Is it? Yeah, so she's 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 in Auckland. So that's where she is. Ah, yeah. cool. But hopefully the time we, we, we both go there, there's still one of the islands because been some warning saying that uh, one of the island is gonna sink. Oh no! Well, let's get there quickly then. Let's <laughs> let's head over. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. man. Oh, it's just so sad that I just forgotten to talk about this. But well, I've spoken. I mean, that's just what is important. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have I have a couple more questions for you, and the first one would be. Um, what would you want the world to know about you, Stuart? I, I, I just want them to know about my simplicity and uh, my love for people. I, I love people. That's just what I want the world to know, that um, love is everything that brings people together and love is what conquers everything. I mean... That's just what I what I would need the world to know about me. Nothing much, but just the love I have for it. Yeah, and I I mean I love that is a, a very simple message, but it's such a complex and hard one. I, I especially that I've seen this year. You know, it's it's definitely a hard one for a lot of people to to get through their heads. Of you know, we we can do a lot better if we just love each other. Yeah, I mean, love is everything. Love conquers all. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I, love is for free. It's for free, man. It's it's far easier. It's far easier for me to love somebody than it is to to hate somebody. I have to work on hating somebody. Yeah, sure. You know, it it takes so yeah. much more. Yeah, effort. you just have to gather some facts. I mean, yeah, it has yeah. to be like to some come work to do. Yeah, to come up with the reason why I don't like somebody or what it is about that person. Like that takes effort. That that takes me looking at you and being like, oh, yeah. I don't like that about that person or that or that or that, as opposed to just looking mm -hmm. at you mm -hmm. and being like, Hey, let's yeah. find some commonality and let's, let's be friends. And that'll be that. Yeah. How about that? I think it works out Yeah, sure. so much yeah. better. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, that's, you know, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with this podcast is trying to oh, break down those stigmas of, hatred and not knowing others you know mm. about other people and you know it's i think it's really important you know like i felt that mm. night in denmark to feel that way but also to see life that exists with another person it, from their perspective you know like yeah there's, sure there's this beautiful word that uh, it comes up pretty much every podcast and I, I i don't know if you've heard it or not but it's it's a word uh sonder s-o-n-d-e-r Okay. So the meaning I haven't come across the one. It's uh, you'll love it. I I the the meaning of it is 
that every single person that is in in your life, even if they're a background actor in the film of your life, say you're walking down the street and there's someone across the street and they're walking their dog or somebody on the TV or whatever it may be, the person driving the car, that person has just as significant and deep of life as you do. They have love, they have mm-hmm. hopes, they have dreams, they have sorrows, they, they have everything that you have. Sure. And, yeah. you know, when you look at somebody like that, not as just like, oh, there goes another person. When you look at that person and say, man, that person is, has, you know, someone that loves them or someone that, you know, they have all the same characteristics of their life that I do. It gives you a whole new appreciation for people. Mm, mm. Wow, wow, wow. That's profound, man. Yeah, I heard it a couple of years ago and I've never forgotten it. It stuck with me so much of like, yeah, it's a, that's the way life should be looked at and people should be looked at is mm. every single person is significant. They have a story to tell, you know, like yeah, every, yeah. Yeah. every story is powerful, even if you don't think it's powerful. Like when I, when I have asked people to do either this podcast or the blog version of it, the most common response I get from people mm. is me. Why, why me? And I'm saying, cause your story has power. Like if you've dealt with loss, if wow. you've dealt with, you know, fill in the blanks of your life, like somebody will have related to that or has been through that or yeah. just will yeah. find strength in that. So every story is mm. very important. Yeah. 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 That's you the know? beauty of mankind. Yeah. That's <laughs> the beauty of love, man. It's the beauty of it. That's yeah. why I'm always saying peace signs up, mm. you know, like, Mm. just peace and love and you know i think we'd be in a far better place wow you can say that again (laughs) (laughs) yeah man it's Uh, incredibly beautiful yeah 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 and so i mean on that note i again just man it's it's so good to connect with you it's it's good to hear your voice man it's good it's good to good to chat with you so much fun I appreciate, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Even for giving me the chance to share oh, what is within me and what yes. is it about my life. I love it, man. That's, I, I that's love just that. in itself a beautiful uh, thing. I mean, it's a privilege. I, I appreciate so much. Well, I, I don't know where these words of mine will go and will take me. I mean, somebody will be will hear about my story and will get encouraged on me yes so i i'm i'm just so grateful yeah it it will encourage a lot of people anybody that hears this will be oh, thank you so much. could not be could not walk away not being encouraged from this from hearing your words mm. um, oh thanks so much man. so to those people that do hear this if you had if you had their ear and you had the ear of everybody else in the world what would you say to them Stuart? Um, <laughs> it's quite a bit hard, but uh, if everyone is to hear me, I'll just say, just be yourself. No matter what you're facing in life, I mean, remember the victories you have had. From those victories, you attain more victories. Just don't lose hope. Be encouraged every time. If things going well with you, why can't you light the fire of the other candle? Just light up somebody else's life. Just be helpful. Give a helping hand. We're in, we're in pandemic and 
things have turned out so bad for other people. But at the same same page, I mean, it's so good for other people. So if you can help and stretch a helping hand to somebody, change somebody else's life, I think we can make it, we can make this world a better place. I mean, let's just stretch out and reach out in love. If things not working out, I mean, just keep your head up. Remember the victories you've had before. Don't lose hope. Things will work out one day. If things are working out for you, I mean, just help out somebody. There's nothing a candle loses by lighting another candle. So that's all that I can I can say for the meantime, looking at the times that we live in, challenging times. I think that's what I can what I can say to encourage somebody out there. Man, that is beautiful. And I love your analogy with the candles because it's such such a like anybody can <laughs> anybody can imagine what that what that is you know it's it's a very beautiful way to put that oh thank you so much thank you so much nick thank uh, you Stuart. man i i appreciate your time so much and i just it's been thank so you. good to catch up with you brother thank you so much thank you Thank you, Nick. Yes, and I, I we'll be in touch. I'll keep in touch with you, check in with you, see how everything's going with your classes coming up and everything. But man, I I'm so encouraged yeah. speaking with you, and you know I'll, I'll keep reaching out to encourage you, brother. Well, thank you so much, Nick. Thank you so much. I much appreciate it. All right, uh, I appreciate you, man, and I, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your evening tonight. Yes, thank you so much. You too. I hope you had a beautiful day ahead of you. Uh, all right. See you later, Stuart. Thank you so much, Nick. Have a wonderful time. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, yes. Yes, salute. <laughs> much love, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Beautifully Human podcast. To hear more beautiful stories from beautiful humans, follow us on Spotify and rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Wanderlust Moon Duo. Peace signs up.